and we are back. I am Eric. He is David. That is the announcer guy. We are Beckett Radio, and this is live from the expo floor. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, we Sunday. We made it. We made it. Uh, got a few more hours before we get out of here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, we're flying back to Dallas. You're going to go up to... Uh, Bram- I'm going back home to Branford. Branford, and then across the across the way from us here is uh, Mr. Mr. Nick of Frameworth fame. Uh, how are you doing, man? You doing good? I'm good, guys. Uh, I appreciate you having me on here, and uh, looking forward to just chatting with you guys. Today. Sweet. Well, I honestly, we honestly, in all honesty, we've been trying to do this all weekend. Like we tried. Just, yeah, <laughs> I've uh, I've been flaking on you guys a little bit, but uh, but you're here now. I wanted That's to get on, so show. yeah. It's the nature of the show. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, uh, I brought, I wanted to talk to you specifically because of the mystery boxes that you guys done, um, or were doing. Are they all out? Are they all Are they all gone? Oh yeah, and that's I think that's why I was struggling to get on with you guys because we were we were sold out since Friday. So wow, uh, we've done it six times running now. Wow, we do it uh, twice a year, spring okay. and fall at the at the expo, and we also do it online. Okay, so uh, I'm kind of uh, running the whole show there, and uh-huh. I do the online sales as well. So if you guys didn't get a box this weekend and you wanted to get one, you came Saturday afternoon or you're coming this morning and you can't get one, order online. Can that's they, the way, that's the nature of the business now. You got to go online. Yeah, We're absolutely. pre-selling online. We're trying to bring as many as we can, but uh, we sold 215 before we came to the show. We did 300 boxes. So Woo. you got you to gotta wow. be in advance with these things. They're flying like crazy. They are flying like crazy. And they're flying like crazy because the content that's in them is just, Absolutely amazing. I took a picture of a, a few of them uh, that your customers were kind enough to come over and show them to us. But uh, uh, you know what? I don't want to spoil it. You go ahead. What, what's, what's in them? What's in them? <laughs> so every year we, we try and, or every half a year, we try and figure out, okay, what can we do better, right? What more can we add on? Mm-hmm. What more can we do? So first time we did it, I think we had we had big, big winners, and we had some people who weren't weren't winning as much, right? Okay. And, we, and we had some disappointed people. And this was three years ago, and we said, "Okay, hold on. How do we make people not disappointed? How do we how do we make everyone walk away happy?" So what we did instead of we we did a few big winners, so we still got that box out there that makes people say, "Wow!" Right. But we also evened out the value. Okay. So everyone who's buying a box is gonna get value. If you end up getting something you might not like, you're gonna get something that you love, and that's the point of the box. Okay. If you're a collector, doesn't matter who you are, you're gonna get something that that somebody else is either gonna want to collect or that you want to collect. Sure. Sure. Now the composition of the boxes are they pretty much the same, or how like how do you go? Is is it like you know, sign sign jersey, um, sign puck, and then eight by ten or yep. memorabilia, or what what goes into like what goes into your process of making up these boxes? Like what do you, what do you try and aim for for items actually in the box? Exactly. So we we've been trying to from the start we've kind of kept it the same. And it's kind of hitting on the hockey collector in terms of all three levels, which is puck, jersey, photo. Okay. So if you're a puck collector, there's a puck. If you're a photo collector, there's a photo. And we do two, two different sizes of photos. So okay. if, you get, um, if you're going to end up with 8x10s, you're going to get two signed photos. If there's a 16x20 in there, it's going to be one. Okay. And we've done that from the start. Um, and it seems to work out because everyone's going in there for the jersey, sure. realistically. Sure, That's sure. the big one they want. Sure. But uh, we... Every, Tons of puck collectors out of there. Tons of photo collectors. So there's something for everyone in each box. Let's talk about the jerseys because I've seen some pretty pretty awesome ones. But what are some of the names that you guys are putting in there? Yeah. So this year we uh, we loaded them up pretty good. We uh, 
Crosby, McDavid, Matthews, Taves, Kane, Malkin, Morgan Riley, James Van Reeves, like Artemi Panarin, across the board, you just keep going down and just the values there. Uh, we had Bobby Orr, we had some Wayne Gretzky's in there too. Uh, it doesn't really stop. Like you're not gonna sure. find a better box in terms of the jerseys. Right. Uh, we saw a few of them. The guy I brought one by yesterday had a Austin Matthews. Yes. And then had a Sidney Crosby blade in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so this year is uh, Framework's 25th anniversary mm-hmm. year. So for this year's boxes, we did uh, 24 game used Crosby stick blades. There you go. And one Crosby game used stick. Add that up. 25. 25 years anniversary. So uh, those were our uh, 25 grand prize boxes. Wow. Um, so every, every, any, every one of the 24 that had a stick blade in it uh, also had a signed jersey in it. Okay, so nice. uh, in the past when we've done the game used stick blades, which we value at around $1,000 on average. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm the, get, losing the voice towards that's, the that's end okay. of the weekend that's fine. here. That's fine. <laughs> um, we, didn't, we didn't used to do the jersey in it because the blade was enough value. Um, so this time around when we did the big prizes, we did jersey and blades. So we had a few guys... Uh, pretty happy with their boxes Very you cool. mentioned this is like uh i think you said your sixth yes sixth time doing this um what's been the biggest change you've noticed between not only on your part but on customer reception of this product from the first time you've done it mm-hmm. to this show mm-hmm. i think it really comes down to um us packing it with value and people understanding that now so when we first came out with the idea um some fans might have been a little hesitant mystery i'm not sure what i'm getting and now we just keep seeing the customer retention and people understanding that yes these boxes do have value i need to get to framers booth i need to order online i need to get this because i've got it the last two years and i've been happy both times so it's really before when we first did it we're like i don't know if it's going to work or do people want the mystery and some people were pretty skeptical and it took us a lot longer to sell out we have sold out every year but now it's it's faster and faster each time and it's customer retention yeah, go. and that's and the selling out is that easier for you to kind of keep the contents of the boxes more topical and more you know like more up to date. So like you know we've got the playoffs going on right now. Somebody gets on a hot run in the playoffs, you can construct a box to maybe you know reflect that hot run. Yes, we we obviously want to stay as organized and advanced as possible, but a lot of the boxes made for these shows are done pretty much packed together two weeks in advance so we can stay right up to date. It's not like these are sitting on our shelves uh, packed up and, and they've been sitting around for six months. We construct this on, especially if the ones that we're bringing to the show, if we do a special one for in-show only, which we did once before, we're going to try and cater to the crowd and, and who's playing well in what areas and, and whatnot. So uh, for this box, we obviously went pretty heavy with Matthew stuff. Uh, sure. He's huge right now. Right, Leafs right. are playing great. We're in a Toronto market here. Um, and then we, we go with our guys, too, like Crosby guys. we got a ton of people ordering online from the States, so uh, we, we stick with those big guys. But like you said, we do kind of go with the flow yep. in terms of what's going on in, in the hockey world. Right. Of and are you, are you comfortable with the way it runs now between, you know, getting it to the customers, the pre-orders, the selling on the floor, and the construction of it? Or is this also something where, like, you're looking at, okay, you know, hockey's good. Hockey's, you know, now... Do we start looking at basketball? Do you start looking at baseball? Do you start looking at other sports, or are you just completely comfortable with how hockey runs? No, you're gonna like make me say something I shouldn't say, but we we've <laughs> uh, we've been kind of working behind the scenes on on a baseball box. Um, Very cool. Very so cool. we're we're picking away at that. Uh, we're still locking down the details on how we want to do it. 
balls, jerseys, photos of what we want to do. You can't fit a bat in a box, but we're getting there. Um, we're hoping maybe maybe next year. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a bit of a different market for us, so it is kind of a, a, a testing. Um, but we'll see. It might not be 300 if we do it. Uh, might be a bit of a smaller version as a test. Sure. But uh, that's something that we do keep on the radar. Yeah. Awesome. It'd be nicer for you guys that the Blue Jays could get their act together and start. Uh... Yeah. So last year's <laughs> when we first came up with the concept when they were in the playoffs, and now uh, no, I think the Jays will be fine too. I really do. Um, they they've dug themselves quite the hole. But uh, I think they'll have a good rest of the season. I think the hype will return, but we're, we'll, are we, we'll are, see. Are we going to talk a little baseball? Are we going to do this? We could. We oh, could. I'll talk baseball. Oh, we there could. we go. Yeah, we could. <laughs> it's, um, the, the Jays have dug in themselves a hole, but I think with – and no one, no one predicted this. I don't, I don't believe anybody, but the Yankees just came out so hot that it didn't – Yankees are really <laughs> impressive. You know? I can't believe what Aaron Judge is doing. Oh, oh my Blows God. my mind. Yeah, Aaron I mean, like I, I, I am a lifetime despiser of the Yankees, but you know, as, as much as as much <laughs> yes, as I hate them, I you got to tip your hat to you know to what he's doing because it, it is what but what they've managed to do, you know, with these young guys and you know you kind of we saw it way back in the '90s when they had their core with you know Jeter and Pettit and Rivera. Yep. And now, I think that's that's where the hatred comes from is because. You're starting to see this. You know ner- it's going to be good. Again. You're starting to see this nervousness of here's another here's another core group. So, and okay. it's yeah here's another core group and this yeah it's it's going to happen again. Yeah. And it's it, this is kind of what you you're watching it from the outside and you're like why can't this be my team? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I agree. Man, you got to run. So uh, before you get out of here. Why don't you tell our listeners where they can go to you know, order a mystery box? You guys sell these year round or not or year round? Okay. Not year round. So biannually. So spring show, fall show. If you're familiar with the Sport Card Expo dates, so in the fall coming up would be November. Yeah. That means we're pre-selling online either early November or uh, or late October. Okay. So All right. Look for them online www.frameworth.com. Follow okay. us on social media: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, at Framer Sport, for right. the most part. Right. Okay. And what? I mean, one more thing before you go. What else do you guys do? You, the name Frameworth just screams pitchers to me. So is that what you guys do? Or obvi- I mean, obviously known for framing. Yeah. But we do a ton of autographs. All right. And we do it. You want to frame anything? Sure. Wedding dress, hockey cards, hockey sticks, something you found on the side of the street. Doesn't matter. We'll frame it. But that's not all we do. We're okay. Good with autographs, we got exclusive athletes across the board. We represent Sidney Crosby, Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, Carey Price, some of the biggest names in the game. Awesome. Um, and we're proud of it, and, and we do a really good job. You guys do a great job. You've done a great job here with the uh, Autograph Pavilion as well. All right, I'm going to let you get out of here because uh, I know you got to go get to it, and we got to go find some stuff on the floor to talk about. All right, uh, Nick, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. And um, don't be a stranger, man, all right? Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks. This is Dimitri with Goat Sports Cards, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. And we're back after that quick break. David had to get up from the table, from the mics, and go help around the booth because uh, it's Sunday and the and the floor is open and we're just popping here. But I am joined now on the microphones by the uh, sultry voice of Mr. Marcel of the Summit Show. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, we're going to get into it and break it down for you so you guys can learn a little bit about it and uh, hopefully get over to Edmonton and enjoy that experience as well. So, uh, Marcel, how are you doing this morning? Doing well, Eric. Yourself? I'm, I'm doing good. Um, I bought a new hat. I went and bought a new all-star hat and got that done. And uh, now I'm ready for the show uh, today. 
Ready to go home, though. I'm ready to go see my kids. So, nice. And other than that, I'm good. I'm it good. It seems uh, quite a few people are uh, a little long in the tooth this weekend. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's been a good show. It's been busy for uh, the vendors, and the autograph guests seem to be pretty busy, which is great for Toronto here. But uh, hopefully, we can get some of these people from out east here heading to Edmonton and checking out a new show. Well, it's not new. It's the eighth year we've done it and it's growing every year sure sure it's, uh, now uh i'm gonna i'm gonna be the novice here i i know of your show the summit because of the beckett hockey forums actually that's that's how i learned about it a lot of people talk about it on there. okay so um i was i was interested and now you're sitting in front of me so uh all right before we get into the summit though tell us who you are you're marcel we know that but who you are uh as a, are you a show promoter, or you? is this something you created on your own? or I'm a show promoter. Okay. I used to be a vendor, and, I mean, I've set up at shows all the time. Okay. I've, I'm in my mid-30s. As a kid, I used to set up at the local mall and all right, all try right. to hawk cards there <laughs> and uh, some comics and having fun with that. And uh, set up at a bunch of different shows. The very first summit I set up there and uh, was a vendor and that was the best show I've ever attended for sales and I went okay this is cool couldn't make it the second year all right helped them out on the third and fourth year just Sweet. in the background kind of thing and then uh, came for sale and I went you know what I like it all right I don't enjoy standing behind a booth anymore sure it's, uh, don't like that grind and uh I enjoy seeing everyone coming in, having a great time, and when they are leaving with big smiles on their faces and bags of goodies or whatever they bought, if it's a big picture that's autographed or if all that they're walking away with is the keychain and they're tickled, perfect. There you go. Awesome. Now, how big is this? I mean, we're in this massive warehouse. Is the, is the Summit comparable to size? or We're about a third to half the size. Okay. I don't know if I'd ever want to be this kind of size because, I mean, you really got to fill it up. Yeah. I'm a big fan of quality. Sure. And I'm very picky with my uh, vendors. I want quality vendors there. And I don't – weekend warriors are great. Sure. But I want someone that's going to be there that's treating it a bit like a business, but they're also there to have fun as right. a vendor. Right. Because so many times you see the vendor that you go, this guy hasn't showered in a week. Right. He's got the same stuff for the last 15, 20 years. Sure. And none of it's moving. Right. And I'm going, how does this guy do it? Where <laughs> most of my vendors, it's always new stuff. And, awesome. And I mean, it's a wide array. If it's vintage or if it's modern cards, cards were huge this year sure memorabilia sure. took a little bit of a dip but i mean with austin matthews being huge this year right and connor mcdavid huge. hottest hottest thing on the market right now oh, is connor mcdavid it's crazy it's real crazy i'm curious what's going to happen with uh lebron james uh cards this year you know i if he wins another one which is possible is completely possible i think they'll they'll just take another jump you know yeah I mean, I, they almost have to even even when you can go to you can go to eBay, right? You can pick up a common jersey for for a dollar, you know, ninety nine cents, whatever. You can't do that with LeBron. Not not. I mean, you're you're still going to pay four, five, six dollars, which not might not sound a lot, but for a, a plain white jersey swatch, that's kind of impressive, right? Yeah. So to it's, see that it's held that value where yeah. exactly yeah. you can find stuff for fifty cents to a buck, and right. sometimes you have to give away jersey. Sure. Cards, exactly. So. 
And then, but you can't do it with LeBron. And then, you, touch touch a LeBron autograph for under three hundred dollars. You know, let, let yeah. me see that happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I think with LeBron, he's 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 gonna he's gonna um, just continue to rise because he, he keeps yeah, playing. As the guy interrupts me, he keeps playing the way he's playing, and uh, you know they probably finish off Toronto tonight, and then they just sit and wait for for Washington or, or Boston, and we'll see you in the finals, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but with back to McDavid, um, his his uh, performance really affected his uh, card values in the last year. Oh, big so, time! So, what did you at the summit? Did you see a big response to that? Oh, Being in Edmonton? First off, I have part season tickets for the Oilers. Okay. And I did a private meet and greet with Cam Talbot, which was awesome. Nice. Great guy. But you go to an Oilers game, and I would say easy 97% of the jerseys and uh, shirts sure. are McDavid or McJesus. Okay. All over the place. And it's funny to see Talbot's not getting as much love. Mm hmm. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl should be getting more right. love. But it's just weird to see. It's all McDavid. But, of course, he is arguably the best player in the NHL today. Now, I think you'll like to, be, to hear this. I, I just bumped up Dreisaitl's uh, cards. So they got a nice little bump because nice. the secondary market was definitely reacting to, uh, to that. David uh, sat back down with us. So I'm going to turn his mic up and get him back on here. Thanks for joining the conversation, David. Hey, no worries, no worries. You gotta go. Had to go cover the booth. Uh, we are we are talking about the Summit Show in Edmonton. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Mr. Marcel is uh, the promoter of said show, but he's also a great guy. That's awesome. I've never I've never been able to make my way out there. I always want to. I'm you know, Tor Toronto is an hour and an hour and a half away from my home. You know, Edmonton's a little bit more of a flight. But, uh, <laughs> It's, always, it's always there. It's always there. I'm just hearing if and buts and excuses. Ah, exactly. We'll see you in the spring. <laughs> now, speaking <laughs> of seeing seeing uh, David in the spring, um, Beckett will also hopefully most likely be there. You know, the, hopefully. Uh, we hopefully. Get up there. What is this? Uh, hopefully, I, I don't. I can't speak to Beckett's grading schedule, so I, I don't. I don't know. But uh, uh, you, you know, they've been there before, and the raw carb review. How's that work out for you guys over there? Absolutely awesome, and to be honest with you, if Beckett misses the show, you guys are fools for missing the show. Sure. I don't care what the excuses are. There were lineups like crazy for the Rock Hard Review, and you guys did really well sales-wise, but everyone was so happy. I'm going to... There. I'm going to play uh, dumb here. Was that Beckett's first time in Edmonton? It or was the second time. The second time? Okay. Second time. So sure. the response must have been just overwhelming for, for our graders. And well, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure it's every, it's everybody getting their uh, their their Connor cards great. Yeah, their Connor. Yeah, we were just talking about Connor, just how, the way he's been controlling the market, really. But what's great is uh, this is the way that if someone has a Gretzky rookie and they're like, what's it worth? Go get it rock hard reviewed. Mm-hmm. Now you know if it's real or not, and you know it's great. So then you know where its value is. Because after that Gretzky uh, from the other company graded 10, yeah. what happened? The stuff went crazy, and everybody yeah. then... I was getting phone calls. I don't, I don't sell cards. Sure. I'm the show promoter, and I'm getting calls going, hey, would you buy this, or how much is this worth? 
I want $50,000 for this mint <laughs> red ski. And you look yeah. at it and it's bent in half. And right. I'm sorry, it's a $100 card. Right. Yeah. Well, I'd and w- one of the things I've noticed with the offshoot of that Gretzky auction and, you know, kind of the hype that came around it, what I'm noticing now is a lot more of the high grades are getting harder to find. So the bump is actually really happening to the lower grades. Right. The threes and the fours are getting the boot in the pants, and yep. they're starting to they're starting to shoot up because nobody can find the higher grades. For the, they're all sitting in collections. So now the only thing that's out there in in mass is the lower grades. There you go. That's yep. that's exactly right, and it's uh it's affecting the market completely and totally, f- uh, with that whole team like Mar- Messier and sure. you know, all all those guys. Um, now. Edmonton, the the resurgence of the Oilers and McDavid, that's kind of the easy one, right? You knew that was going to happen. It sort of happened with Hall and Eberle and all those guys, but McDavid really was the fire that, that mm-hmm. lit, you know, that lit the flames. But speaking of that, what's the resurgence been and has there been any with the Calgary Flames and the hopefulness of that team coming up? Sure. There's been a big resurgence there too. Calgary's got a really good team. I'm not an ABC guy, which means anybody but Calgary, even though I'm from Edmonton, I, I'm not that way. I want to see the Battle of Alberta. I want to see these two teams be the two teams that they were back in the 80s Sure. and battling it out in the playoffs. It would be so much better than seeing these darn Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's definitely been a big spark there. I also do a smaller show down in Calgary and the attendance was crazy last awesome. uh, right. spring. And now, is there much interprovincial rivalry built up between Johnny Goudreau and Connor McDavid, or are they still seen as two different class of players? They're seen as two different class of players, but there is definitely my players better and that kind of thing going on for sure, for sure. Sweet. But I mean, this is this is your heavy uh, rivalry. This is your. Red Sox Yankees. It's right. not. It's not just a small yeah. thing. Well, it, it, they don't like And each it's other. nice to, to like you watch you watch games from out here and you watch the Calgary games. It's nice to see the sea of red come back, and then you know they oh. had they had that push for the playoffs. You know, so which was it, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. And finally, the Oilers got that going on as well because it was embarrassing going to a game, and maybe 20 percent were wearing a shirt or a jersey and the past two years it's been everyone's wearing jerseys and which looks great and your building looks far better that way yes. and right right and yeah. uh, you get invaded a yeah. little less your building always looks better when there's bodies in the seats instead of just seat backs sitting there true true <laughs> speaking of uh, bodies in the seats and buildings getting invaded your show is very kid-friendly as well um yes. uh what do you guys do for kids? I mean, what, what do you guys do to help bring kids out? You know, get the, get them to get the parents to bring them out. Uh, kids uh, twelve and under are free to come into the show. Okay. Uh, with the parents, of course, it's a two to one ratio. Because mm-hmm. we've right. had how many times <laughs> the hockey teams tried to come in with one parent? I'm like, no, you. Right. I can't. Right. Uh, right. We're not a babysitting service, but <laughs> any kids coming in, they also get a free pack of cards. Okay. Which is great. Uh, something else that's really cool that we started this year is custom trading cards. Okay. So. Sweet. It's not just for the kids. It's for us big kids, too. Right. Anyone can get them. They're great. And it's so cool because you have your own card. Right. Uh, I also have a kid's uh, zone with one of our local charities, Adaptabilities, 
which helps kids with disabilities fit in. Sure. But they have stuff there to keep kids entertained. So. Okay. Awesome. Very cool, man. I love. It's been a theme all week, and just kids involved in the hobby is a great thing. Absolutely. And, and it's going to keep this hobby going for another thirty years. You know, another forty years. So we got to get them, get them, get them in young, and get them to understand the excitement of, of collecting. That it's not all about money. No, exactly. Know? But and you've also, and I think one of one of the big things that for me that gets missed is that when whenever I he, I see or hear people talk about getting kids involved in the hobby, it's trying to find some cheap economical way sure. to attract these kids when you know if you talk to most of these kids on the floor or if you see what they're shopping for right vintage we, th- yeah yeah like you know you see 12 13 14 year olds buying vintage they're oh, the smart littles. they know what they're doing the little sharks are hilarious yeah. that are out there but i mean when you got the five or six year old or even the 10 year old went to a friend's little guy's uh, hockey game he's playing in net and I think he's seven years old, little Gregory, and it was hilarious watching him play. He's playing hard in that. His team ended up losing 4-2. This was just before Christmas, and I went and I took cards, and I went, I have enough packs of cards for both teams. So I went over to my friend and go, okay, can you make sure these get given out to this to your team? Yeah, for sure. And then I went to the opposing team and said the same thing hey can you guys hand these out yeah for sure so i was waiting for my friend to come out and just watching all these kids they didn't care if they were on the winning team of the 4-2 right game or the losing team three quarters of them are like look at my cards look who i got how awesome is this awesome and it was just so cool to see because seeing that excitement that's that's what i love about being a show promoter is seeing that excitement or if it's meeting your favorite athlete and we got a really good partnership with uh, sport authentic who does our autograph guests and it's it's all about these guys meeting their yep. players yep. that they want to meet and if that's it's right. a kid or if it's an adult and yeah and that's that that's always one of the best aspects of any show is when you have that one-on-one interaction yeah however brief it may be you know, and then depending upon the player, sometimes it can drag out. But but however brief it is, it's that I think that's that's the one thing that always keeps shows like this alive. Sure, there's the merch. Sure, there's the cards. But in the end, I think the biggest difference would be if the autographs ever stopped and the appearances ever stopped. That's when you would see the biggest change in these shows. What would happen to Comic-Con if they had no autograph guests? Sure. Absolutely. Sure. And all that they have is the vendors and cosplay. Right. You can't. You need that mix because that is what makes a show is when you have that variety and that mix. There's certain people that don't do any of the autograph stuff, and then there's certain people that are only there for that. Right. And you need that. It's such a fun part of the show. And to have the differences because suddenly someone might walk by and go, you know what, my favorite player is Cam Talbot. And I see a Cam Talbot card, but I'm going to meet him. You know what? I'm going to meet him. And on the way out, I'm going to spend five or ten bucks and grab sure. that card or yep. 20 bucks. Yep. So it's kind of nice to see that. And some of the guys might go, you know what? My favorite player is Dale Howardchuck. And he's signing. 
you know what? I'll sneak away from the booth and quickly go see him. And yeah, because I say think hi. that's part of what's lost is not everybody's favorite player is Sidney Crosby. Not everybody's favorite player is Connor McDavid or Nathan McKinnon or like a big star. You know, there are guys you know that that like the Darcy Tuckers. Right. All right, we got to wrap this up because uh, I got to get over to the main stage for uh, uh, Bernie and Billy. So we got to wrap this up, Marcel. Before we get out of here, tell our listeners where they can find out more information about the summit show we are on facebook and twitter which is summit show and of course our website is uh, www.summitshow.com awesome so you can definitely catch us there awesome great hey uh thanks for joining us and you know let's see if we can get becky radio up there to the summit show and uh do that sounds great eric and david <laughs> great to meet you guys all right man nice to meet you thanks for coming by we'll talk again soon okay sounds great thank you This is Jason with Baseball Collectors Daily, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. It's a hot one. Now we are. Hey, guys, we're back from that quick break. Uh, actually, it was longer than a quick break. Um, Steven and I went over to the Beckett Universal stage and had a Q&A with uh, Bernie Pernant. Is it Pernant? Pernant. Pernant. Yep. And uh, Mr. Billy Smith, yes. we were speaking about. Uh, Billy was great, man. He he had a lot of fan interaction. Basically, Stephen and I had just had to stand there, and he answered all the questions. Like he just yeah, Billy he, took he, over he, that. Yeah, he he totally took over. I'm not going to take credit for interviewing, but, but uh, it was awesome. Billy basically interviewed himself. He really did. He really did. Um, but joining us on the show now is Beckett Radio alumni, sports artist Jamie Thomas in the house, live from the show floor. What's up, Jamie? How you doing, man? Uh, not too much. How are you? I'm doing real good. I'm, I'm happy you made it out. You said your wife was feeling ill, but you were able to get out here to the show today. You brought your little girl, but uh, happy you came on the show and uh, as they interrupt me again, as you uh, come on the show and uh, let's, let's catch up, man. Let's, let's find out where you are uh, with, with, your, with your work, but uh, just hi. How are you doing? I'm, t- I'm doing all right. Thanks all right. for having me. Thanks for asking me down. Thanks, man. So uh, last time we spoke, you were working on a Connor McDavid piece for a charity auction? Yeah. Uh, it's called uh, Hockey Night in Simcoe County. Okay. And um, I wasn't sure if he's coming. I still don't know if he's coming. Edmonton's going deep in the playoffs. So sure. if he's there, he's there. If he's not, okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I just started that about a, about a month ago. Okay. It's just in the, the beginning phases and – just getting it down on paper and it should be done for for august awesome awesome um but you did bring your ekblad piece that uh that uh david and i got to take a look at that what do you think about that david i when, when he when he first showed it i i was i was so impressed i just wanted he was just blowing through showing all all right. this all this work <laughs> i was like wait stop stop on that one i want to see that one <laughs> see that no, one. The, the the work as as you were showing it, it's just it's fantastic the I detail in it, it like you know the I don't know much about drawing, but I know like the detail and just like the fine lines and the color and the transition. Even though they're like they're just black and white graphite, they it, it just looks fantastic. And yeah, the one you said about uh, the Bernier with uh, yeah, yeah. with the toque, the detail that you got in that toque, like you can tell mm-hmm. it's a it's a wool toque from that yeah. from that detail. It's I fantastic. appreciate it. Thank you very much. That's the Winter Classic toque, right? Yeah, like, it yeah, is, yeah, yeah, man. So where do you take your inspiration for that? You just like did you see that photo somewhere and like I got to do this or? Um, yeah, like I, I, I like the Winter Classic. It's the the jerseys, yeah. just just everything involved with it. And uh, I just happened to be f- flipping through images of Bernier and and I, I, 
I thought it was a, an amazing image. So I, it just kind of that in itself and the difficulty of it to try to make that look realistic was, was where the inspiration came. I just thought, man, I, I really want to try that. Sweet, man. I, I think you did an amazing job with it. Yeah, and, and, oh, and is that something you look for, like when you're looking for not only subjects, but when you're looking for the image that you want to draw, you're looking for something you're going to challenge yourself with to see, you know, like see if you can continually raise your bars to what's, what's going to give you a challenge as an artist? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there used to be a company called Victory Fine Art, and I was trying to uh, do some, some work with them. And at the time, uh, I spoke with their art director, and she said that she wanted to see you know a little bit more creative aspect and and i just just the intensity on his face and and the the degree of difficulty for the drawing i thought okay i'm gonna try this and i did and she was impressed with it but uh you know we we did a little bit of work together but uh the company's no longer around so but now when i when i go out i kind of i kind of look for something that's a little bit more dynamic something that's outside of the box not just a plain jane picture a portrait so it kind of I think uh, somebody who wants to maybe purchase the, the, the drawing or the painting in the future, like they're not just going to want something sitting on their wall that's just average. They want something exciting. So, Very cool. Very cool. Do you have a favorite subject that you do, that you've done? Well, I do hockey because I'm Canadian and sure. I love hockey. Um, but uh, lately I've been, I, I started doing work for Tops and Star Wars and I'm um, doing some work on the Walking Dead set and I'm really excited about it because it, kind of takes me out of the box I've, I've done sports i've done football baseball hockey basketball so to to do something outside of it but it's easily recognizable sure uh it's pretty neat sweet are you are you, you said topsa did you have anything in the 40th anniversary set i did actually yeah, yeah i did uh 20 cards for them for the 40th um there's a few on ebay right now so if you want to check those out sweet um but uh yeah i did those and then i i started doing uh the galactic files um, and then they invited me to The Walking Dead season seven, so Sweet. that was pretty cool. Very cool. Now, when you're when you're doing stuff like that for companies that have deadlines, that have you know, they have they have goals to meet, they have you know benchmarks. How different is that for you, as someone who's just you know you're kind of used to working at your own pace? What kind of pace? What kind of you know deadline are you given? And how did that change at all your work or you know was it was it another learning experience for you um it, it was they're very tight deadlines for the walking dead i have to have my minimum i have a minimum of 33 cards that i had to do and those have to be done by i believe june 19th scan sent in and and ready to go so that's a little different uh so the the work like i work a full-time job this is the the thing i do on the side and um, and I have two kids and a wife, family, sure. a job. So finding the time is it's that's that's the hardest. That's what's the most challenging. Um, but I'm lucky that I have a, a job that's, I, you know, I'm, I'm not super physical while I'm at work. So I get to draw on my breaks and sure. and on my lunches. So I, I'm able to do the cards at work. But it's definitely a tight deadline when you're only given you know, six weeks to do 33 cards and right. a couple and when, hours. And when you're given a surface like that, like a trading card surface, does that go into your thought process of doing the image? Because you're the, you know it's being scaled down to that size, so some of the you know some of the better detail, like we've seen in your larger sketches, may get lost. Or like what? 
how big is the original sketch as opposed to when it's getting shrunk down it's, to? It's not shrunk at all. It's That's where the image is. It's a two and a half by three and a half. And so actually, you sketch to that size? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and The Walking Dead is actually smaller than that because there's a like a portrait box inside the card. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen the, the season six sketch cards at all, but there's there's just like a, a box inside of a box, which is even smaller. So sure. it goes into finding the images online and, and saying, OK, well, this is where I want that sketch to be. And this I want to make them dramatic. I don't want them again, plain Jane. And, and like you say, it's it's tough getting the small details in, especially for Star Wars. Like I did some Darth Vader's. Um, I did a couple of Luke Skywalker's that were just some some of the detail and, and because it takes me so long to do them i i don't want to do just a sketch i want to yeah, do yeah because i do them for fun i don't do them for the money I, I do them for fun and they're for me and for my kids to one day look at and say hey my dad did that and and that's kind of cool to say hey I, I was on that set and you know being a fan of the show so so it, it definitely it goes into thinking of the images that that i select for the for the cards sweet sweet the uh so he, he mentioned out the tops it's a box inside of a box, basically. Yeah. It's it's tight, man. It's real tight. So was drawing zombies and, and, and stuff like that hard for, for inside that little area? Or, I mean, because, you know, it's, those, some of those images are pretty gruesome. So yeah. <laughs> what did you do with, when you came against that? Well, I'm just doing them now. Oh, so, okay. All so right, it's for right. season seven. And um, so I was very smart about it. I didn't pick any zombies. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so to, to do that amount of detail in such a short amount of time with, with my time, I don't have a ton of it to sure. do. So, so for me, I, uh, I made sure that the pictures that I did select were going to be uh, dramatic enough, but easy enough for me to complete within the timelines because you don't want to send those in late. You want to get invited back. I want to do limited sets. I don't want to do a, a whole bunch and bang out 100 cards or 200 cards a set. I just don't have the time for it. But um, I just it's more for, like I said, fun and exposure and bringing a different breed of person to my, to sure. my Facebook page sure. or Instagram. Sure. Let's talk about Star Wars. Let's jump back over to Star Wars. Do you did you have a favorite character that you that you got to you know sketch out this time or are you a big star wars fan let's start there yeah i i'm i wouldn't say that i'm i'm a, a cosplay go sure, stand right. in line <laughs> fan but i it definitely i had all the toys when i was a kid um i played with them all the time with my 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 brother and, and my friends and um so you know my my favorite character of course is darth vader and awesome you know i'm not i i'm not the the deep in in depth fan but um you know i but i also didn't want to um, do just Darth Vader because just because it's I'm a fan of it I wanted to kind of hit the main characters and that's what I did I you know I, I hit the main characters uh, did some Tarkins I did prin a bunch of Princess Leia and I didn't even mean to do a bunch of Princess Leia it just happened that those were the images that I I kind of found and and um, for the Galactic Files those ones being my second set my first set was kind of getting used to the the cardstock and and the image itself and then the second set i did some pretty cool images that are from top to bottom where it's not covering the logo but it's intertwined in the logo and and i'm really excited about those i, w I wish i could show you guys but right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> until they come out it's we it's wish you could show us yeah. too <laughs> now are you a star wars fan enough to have an opinion who shot first <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know I I don't think Han Solo shot first. I Han mean, shot first. Yeah, you think so? Eh? I'm Han gonna have, shot first. Yeah, I have to do a little bit of a little bit of slow mo on a that. Slow mo replay <laughs> on that. Awesome. Hey man, uh, I'm up against it because I'm gonna go get in my line for my autograph session. 
But uh, I want, I'm not signing anything, by the way. <laughs> I didn't want that to sound conceited. But I want to thank you again for stopping by, man. I'm, I'm so happy to actually, I mean, we've, we've talked plenty of times, but to actually sit down and see you face to face, man. Yeah. Happy to meet you. You do great work. It's fantastic. Oh, um, can't wait to get that fat pack sketch in so I can get that up on the yeah, site. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, just thank you for stopping by. David, any parting words for, uh, for Jamie just, here? You know, love your work, and I just want to continue seeing it in the hobby. It's right. fantastic. No, yeah. Thank you very awesome. much. Awesome. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you again soon, okay? Yeah. Perfect, All right, buddy. Man. Thanks. This is Craig with LegendLockers.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back, and we're going to end this the same way that uh, same way that we started out on, on, on Friday night. We're going to end it with a Pack Wars. Um, Priscilla has not fared well in the Pack Wars. She, uh, in fact, is uh, 0 for 3. But she's hoping to redeem herself against the young upstart Jason. Jason, what's, where are you from, buddy? I'm from Canada. We're out in Canada. Toronto. You're from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. You big Leafs fan? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some good news. What? We gave away a box of this stuff the other day, and a young man pulled a Mitch Marner autograph number to 15 out of it. Mm. Pretty good, right? So hopefully you might have this, some of the same Maple Leafs luck in it. All right? Okay, Priscilla. Yes. Are you ready? I I think so. Are you, if you lose, are you gonna cry? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Let's don't. Let's let's. Let's let's hope you cry. How about that? Let's hope you cry. You make me cry. <laughs> All right then. All right. One, two, seventeen. Go. Here we go. Pack wars going at it. Dig, 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 dig. Looking for the first autograph. First autograph. First autograph. There we go. Rip, 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 rip. Uh, Priscilla's taking her sweet time. She's in pack two. Young man's in pack two. Look at him. Now, this is Fleer Showcase. It could be one autograph. It could be four. It could be a hot box with those four autographs in it. Looking for uh, Star Ruby Parallels. Looking for the Ultras, the Sky Boxes. I pulled a Corey Perry scoring king. That's not an autograph. you got to keep ripping. I know, but you're a Ducks fan. I get it. I get it. She's, she's packing. He's Warren. We might get one of those uh, patch insert patch insert packs with the hot prospect patches on them. Uh-oh, I see a red. What do you got? Oh, that's a precious metal gem. All right. Oh, 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 got a green. Oh, that's the EX. Very nice. That's a very nice EX there. Four packs left. Four packs left. Oh, oh, oh. There's got, oh, oh, there got to be an autograph somewhere. There's got to be an autograph somewhere. Come on, somebody pull one. This must not be a hot box. <laughs> not, must be a. How many, how many packs you got left, Priscilla? I have three, Four, three. Left. Give him two. Give go. him two. <laughs> we're we're, we're uh, giving the odds are in his favor. It's too slow. True that, true that. Five-minute major. 
Five-minute major. He's ripping. He's ripping. Uh-oh. Anything? Priscilla, what's in your last one? I'm sorry? What's in your last pile there? What do you got? Ah, there's the autograph. She finally won one. She finally won one. But? But all I ask is if I can keep this Corey Perry and then you keep everything else. Is that, is that good? a good deal? Awesome. <laughs> Priscilla finally won one on the weekend. Very cool. We're all out, buddy. That was our last one. That was our last one. Um, we are gonna, we are gonna end this. Uh, Mr. Steve Grad is leaving. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, we'll do it again soon. Oh, damn! <laughs> awesome, awesome, uh, guys. That's gonna be it for Beckett Radio from the uh, the Sports Card Expo here in Toronto. We had a lot of fun. We we got a lot of good stuff. Um, Got seen a lot of good stuff, a lot of good deals. Priscilla, was it successful from a magazine point of view? Um, yes, we're still calculating, but we're doing uh, good. We're doing very, very good. Awesome, very awesome. That's so cool. All right, uh, David, let me turn your mic. Oh, you're up. You're, I'm up. You're I up. should be up. David, how uh, how are you feeling about this? Uh, I was happy to see Priscilla win. Cause yeah. Out, out of everyone at the table, I think I was the only one that did not want to see Priscilla cry. Uh you're a nice so, man. I, you know, you're a nice man. So I'm happy to see the Priscilla one, but uh, good sportsmanship came through. Yeah. And she got her card. And everything and got theirs. Our collector went away happy with their cards. All right. It was all fair trades all around. No, that's, I think that's that right. this, this show was successful, buddy. I think we had a, I think we did a really good job. I think we did a good job too. I have three cards left. I have four cards left. I see three young young kids over there. Here, guys. Let's split those up between the four of y'all. You can have uh, you guys split them all split up. Split them all up. You can guys can have those. I don't know what's uh I don't know what's left. I know that Bob is number to ten. That's number to ten. That's number to twenty-five. Yep. And that's a Thon Maker, rookie patch auto. Or I'm sorry, rookie patch. There you go. Yep. You guys decide who gets what. You guys decide who gets what. There you go. All right, man. We're done. We're done. I'm going to go throw out these wrappers. Yeah. And uh, that's going to call it a show. It is. I want to thank you for uh, being here and being available. No we'll worries, Shake your buddy. hand, buddy. Absolutely. Um, love, love, it when, uh, love it when you're on with me. Uh, the, your, your set of the month is great. This, I, think, this I, think, I think I'm going to go try and find another box. You're going to try another five process set? Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll do that again beginning of June. Yeah, okay. right. absolutely. All right, we'll and figure uh, something else out. I'm gonna open. I'm gonna open that pro set myself. But yeah, we're gonna have another pretty awesome, uh, awesome set of the month, week, awesome. moment. Yeah. Whatever. Right now. Right now. Like now. The set of now. <laughs> the set of now. Yeah. Uh, it's like tops now, but like right now. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Right. We, yeah. We. You may want to edit that out. <laughs> there may be some problems with that. No, one. It's, it's staying in. I don't take anything out. Uh, that's it, man. So thanks for listening to the show. From the uh, from the Sports Card Expo, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We had a lot of great content, a lot of great guests, and uh, we're gonna do this again coming up very soon, May twentieth at the Beckett offices. We're gonna have the Beckett Grading Card Show. All you gotta do is come out, chill out with us, chill out with the Fat Packs. Uh, Paul and I will be there. Uh, we're gonna have grading deals. We're gonna have a you know raw call review will be there. Slabbing, of course, will be there. Um, BAS will be in the house. 
probably the next time you'll hear Grad on the radio if he uh, if I can pull him pull him away from his prima donna ish. I'm just kidding. Steve Steve's a great guy. Steve is a great guy. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Until next time, just keep listening. Fat packs. Cue the Drake.